Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we are here with Mr. Les Patterson. Uh, so thankful to have him on this episode. Uh, great man, master storyteller, uh, involved in mentoring, been doing some amazing things throughout his career and life. And so thankful to have him on. So first off, thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Oh, Chip, uh, really what an honor to be able to, to be invited and, uh, and to be connected by, by our mutual friend, Teresa. And so thank you very much. Oh, yes. Well, let's dive into it. I know off air we talked about some things as far as your, your life story, but if you don't mind sharing your story with the audience and uh, track it till now. Uh, yeah, you bet. And uh, with that, I'd actually like uh, to tell tell a little brief story from my childhood, actually. Would that be all right, Chip? Yes, yes, yes. All right. So I remember where I grew up, a small little town in central Utah, I literally lived right across the street from the fairgrounds. And I grew up in the fairgrounds, playing in the fairgrounds. And uh, that that was that was my playground. And my favorite time of the year is when the carnival would come into town. And I remember this one year being 11 or 12 years old, hanging out at the, at the carnival and getting invited in to uh, help one of the, the carnies, one of the carnival workers, work the booth. And it was, mm. it was the booth where they have all these pop bottles stacked in crates and you try to throw the little ring to get it to settle over the, the pop bottle. And, uh, but I had the opportunity to work in the booth. And so the next year, when the carnival rolled back in town, I was so excited to, to be back there, and I was going to get to work with them, and it just it was so cool. And so I put on my newest, bestest pair of jeans, and I put on my newest, bestest shirt, and I put on my newest, bestest pair of shoes, a pair of black suede Sunday go-to-church shoes. <laughs> that was the best I had. And I went to the carnival, and I'm walking around, and I get to that booth. And that same booth, and I wanted to work in there. And the carnival worker, he saw me, and he did this little up and down look at me, and he saw my shoes, and he started to laugh. He said, who wears black suede shoes to the carnival? And this little kid just wanted to disappear. I wanted to hide. And uh, that, that moment kind of became a little bit of a trend for me through my teenage years. And I, I thought I was invisible. Mm. It created a catalyst moment for me, Chip, where I felt invisible. Well, fast forward a few years later, I'm now in high school. And uh, this time I have, I have a couple of dairy cows that I milk every morning. And uh, one morning they got out. And so I had to go round them back up, get them back in their pen, 
and I was late for school, so I didn't go in and clean up. I just hurried and went to school. I get to school, and I've got cow crap on my boots and some cow crap on my jeans, and I think, oh, everyone sees me. Everyone smells me. Mm. Well, I get there just before the break between the first and second hour, and all the kids came flooding out when the bell rang, and they're all walking around, and all of a sudden, everything stops. I thought, oh, no, they smell me. Who's going to laugh at me? And then I hear this voice say, hey, Les, how are you? And I turn around, and there's JJ, Jeff Jackson, the most popular kid in high school. He's a senior. I'm a sophomore. He's good looking. All the girls love him. All the guys want to hang out with him. Mm -hmm. And he just called me by name. I had no idea that JJ knew who I was. A few weeks later, JJ actually died. He was going through leukemia and uh, he lost his battle with leukemia. And I remember going to his funeral and I was just, I was just in tears. And I remember his mama asking me this. He said, so how did, how did, how did you know Jeff kind of thing? And I don't remember what I said. But I remember what I felt. Yeah. I didn't know Jeff, but Jeff knew me. A catalyst moment with a carnival worker that shaped my story in a negative way. A catalyst moment with a kid in high school who saw an invisible kid, knew him by name, changed my story for the better. Mm. Because of those two moments... As I've gone forward, I've discovered the power that we as leaders, we as teachers, we as parents, we can shape and influence the stories of those that we lead, our children, the, the, the students in our school, fellow adults, by the words that we use, by the stories that we create. And I, am, I have committed my life to telling stories and sharing stories that impact people for the better. And everything I do personally, everything I do professionally focuses on the power of the story we most consistently tell ourselves. So let's tell great stories. Oh man, that, that's powerful. And, and I, I truly think that's, that's what it's about. I mean, you know, we are the sum total of our, you know, environment, our experiences and, yes. and our stories. You know, yeah. and uh, and when we can have stories and bigger than that, have people that have impacted us in a positive way, mm -hmm. uh, you know, then it makes our story even better. I love that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And when we have people that impact us, well, either in a negative way or a positive way, we start to see more of the same. Yes. I started, you know, when I was a young kid, I started to see more negative stories that impacted me. Mm. After that time with JJ, I mean, the, the switch started to flip and I started to see, I started to see my teachers saw me better, started to see other students saw me better. I started to see my parents saw me better, my, yeah. my church leaders, my Boy Scout leaders. And I started to see that God saw me better. You, 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 know, went, you went from invisible to way visible. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and that journey still continued. In fact, Chip, some ways it still continues today. Yeah. I'm still very conscious of the story that I tell myself. 
That's awesome. Well, I know, um, you know, you've to get to go through that transformation. Uh, it, it's taken a lot. And I know there are some things in your life while going through that transformation that you're super proud of. If you don't mind sharing, what are three things that you've accomplished in your life uh, that you're proud of? Oh, wow. Wow. Well, uh, first and first and foremost is is my family. I, I'm a dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm married to a beautiful woman, Elisa. We've been married for uh, almost 31 years now. And we've got five beautiful children, uh, three, three boys and two girls. And they're grown now. Uh, some are married. We've got a couple of grandchildren. And to be able to have that, I mean, that's what matters most in my life. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, that journey of learning to be a dad and a husband, it is a journey and it is a learning process. And I'm really grateful for love and that binds us together so that when we travel that journey and we, we make mistakes and we learn as we go to have have a great environment of love to be able to grow together and raise our children together. And so that, that is number one for, for me. Um, number two is I had, I had 24 years, uh, the privilege of being a, a veteran in, in the U S military. Um, I was part of the Utah army national guard. So I had the opportunity to, to serve kind of the weekend role in a, in a military capacity and still have a professional career and still go to school as part of that. And uh, uh, part of that service, I had the opportunity to, to serve in Iraq uh, several years ago at the beginning stages of that, uh, that conflict. And uh, had, the, had the opportunity to, to, to make some impact there and, and to serve in my capacity. And since that time period, I've continued to be involved in Veterans Affairs uh, I am particularly um, passionate about drawing awareness to the 22 veterans who are killed by suicide every day on average. Uh, our veterans have paid a high price to protect the freedoms that we hold so dear, and we often take for granted. And, uh, and so I, I like to passionately advocate uh, on their behalf that, that we notice our veterans, that they can see that they are visible and not feel invisible, like unfortunately too many of them do. Um, and then the third thing that I would say is I'm really, I'm really proud of being able to launch a business. Um, I was 50 years old when I decided to launch a business and a lot of naysayers, Oh, you can't start a business that late, you know, that age. And, and I, as I did some research as that, well, Stephen Covey, one of the greatest leaders uh, in, in American business, you know, started his enterprise. Stephen Covey's the author of Seven Habits for Highly Effective People. Yeah. He started his company when he was 50 years old. And I, I remember thinking, well, Stephen Covey can do it. Well, then by darn, I can do it as well. Yeah. And, uh, and so I took a lot of inspiration uh, from Stephen Covey. And three and a half years into it and we are making impact and we're blessing the life of other people. We're, we're teaching, we're mentoring, we're guiding, we're shaping stories, mm-hmm. we're, we're guiding strategies. And uh, it really is an honor to, 
see people find value in uh, my thoughts and my ideas. And to be able to have a blessing in that way is also something I'm very honored to be a part of. Good. And first, I want to say, well, first, uh, those are definitely three things to be proud of. But then secondly, I just want to tell you, thank you so much for your service for our country. Um, thank you. You know, a lot of people, um, you know, as a teacher, coach, you know, as a coach, you know, sometimes, especially when my son was younger, you know, I put him in the bed on a Wednesday evening and wouldn't see him awake till, you know, like a Saturday afternoon. You That's know, true. And people don't know those things. But then in the military, you know, you go you know, weeks, months, sometimes years without seeing your families, you know, and, and just to me, that sacrifice in itself, you know, yes, you for the person, but then for everyone involved, your loved ones. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. It's, it's on a, a whole other whole other level. And for that, I'm truly appreciative. And so I want to make sure I tell you that first before we go on. Well, thank you, Chip. I appreciate it. It truly has been an honor. Yeah. And, and the real honor for me is to remember those that didn't make it home, mm -hmm. whether they 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 uh, lost their life uh, in, in theater or if uh, they lost their life after coming physically home, but never able to completely mentally or emotionally or spiritually make it home. Yeah. Well, let's hit on success. What is your definition of success? Wow. Um, I think success is when you can do something that blesses and lifts another person. Uh, too often, success tends to be focused inward. Uh, and not that that's necessarily wrong by any means. We we recognize you asked me three things that I'm proud of, and those three things are successes in my life. But the greatest success that 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 we're able to give is when we can, when we can bless another person. When we can, when we can lift them, we can guide them. We can, we can do something that makes their life just a little bit better. Uh, and, uh, and so success would be that when we can bless another person. Awesome. Well, before we get off, if you don't mind sharing with the audience where they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love with the amazing things you have going on. You betcha. Uh, best way is, uh, find me on Facebook, uh, Les Patterson, find me on Facebook and jump in, have a conversation with me, reach out and say hello. And, uh, let's, let's just build a let's build a conversation let's have a conversation and build a relationship. Uh, uh, I love to tell stories. I love to get to know stories. And so yeah. come and find me on Facebook and we'll have a story. We'll have a conversation about our stories. There we go. There you go. Well, again, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to interview with the success Chronicles and I wish you continued success. Thank you, Chip very much. And God bless you and your efforts. Uh, because as I look at success, you're one that is, is successful because your role as a teacher, especially that gifted role to, to work with the students and the families that you do, that is an impact of success and what you're doing here as well. Uh, it's been my honor, my friend. Thank you. All righty. Well, thank you. And thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.